welcome. My name is Alessandra Carden, and you're listening to The Alessandra Carden Show. On this podcast, we explore nutrition, holistic health, personal development, and more. It's my mission to give you the information, inspiration, tips, and tools that you need to optimize your energy, health, and happiness. I'm here to help you thrive. Hey everyone, today's episode is a fascinating conversation about sprouting, functional foods, and holistic nutrition. Sari Saadi is a co-founder of Numi, which is a plant-based functional snack brand that specializes in sprouted, nutrient-dense, whole food cereal blends. In this episode, Sari shares about his health journey and why he started Numi along with how nourishing our bodies with sprouted, functional, whole foods can empower us to thrive. You'll learn about the connection between humans, food, and the planet, the difference between getting nutrients from whole foods versus supplements, what functional foods are and how they support our well-being, how the food system affects the medical system, the benefits of sprouting, how to improve your gut health, and even tips for starting a business in the wellness industry. We'll cover all of this and so much more. It's a very interesting conversation, and I hope you enjoy it. Here it is, my conversation with Sari. Sorry, it's so great to have you on the podcast today. I was so excited when I discovered your brand on Instagram. Your cereal blends are so unique, and I love that you empower people to live healthy, holistic lives. So I'm so excited to hear about your journey and have a chat about nutrition. So thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm just another guy on a wellness journey that was incited through my own um, pains, uh, realizations, and uh, experiences that I've been through. I'd love to share. Yeah, thank you so much. I would love to start with a bit, yeah, of your journey. Um, I'd love to hear about when and why you started Noom, as well as a bit about your journey with holistic living was proper nutrition always something that was part of your life, something you were raised with? Or when did this whole journey start for you? I'm glad you asked it that way. Um, it was the it was the kind of living standards and lifestyle that I had that allowed me to to reach to to the place I am today I'm in today. And uh, my background is um I, I grew up in, in Dubai. I was born there to um polar opposite parents. My mom was a workaholic architect and my dad was a professional athlete, live in the moment, spiritual being, I guess. Oh, <laughs> and, wow. Yeah, so different. <laughs> and I lived in such um, uh, a bipolar environment, honestly, <laughs> where my dad would just want to take me out and enjoy nature on hikes and sports. And my mom would want me to go back into my room and study and learn and develop skills and and just work on myself so I am more prepared for the quote-unquote real world. And as I grew up, I thought I had a, re- a healthy lifestyle because we ate everything most of the time at home. We never allowed pop in the house. 
Um, I ate salads. To me, salads were, were the measure of how healthy my diet was in any given moment. And even though I would eat burgers or, or, or anything that could be considered heavy or difficult to digest or not so good for your health, because I burnt all these calories and because I was in so many sports, um, it was seen during those times that I am healthy because I'm able to burn off these calories. And as I grew up um, trying to keep as, as much of a balanced life, which is the biggest takeaway that I got out of having uh, these two opposite parents is that there's a best of both worlds and there's a balance in between them. And as I thought that I was balanced, I was ready to conquer the world. I did an engineering degree, went into business because engineering wasn't going to change the world. And I thought, let's build businesses that will change the world. And I was such a passionate young boy coming into the world with with crazy ideas because I saw what the tech industry was doing. And I'm like, we can do the same with all of these cool ideas in this new age that allows for cool ideas. And within a few years, I was shoulder deep in building startups. I worked between 14 to 16 hour days on average. I was building a company while doing side jobs and working on opportunities. I was just this octopus of of productivity. And after going through schooling and going through training, that was perceived to be a, a great place to be at. And I thought I was in a great place too. But all of a sudden, I started seeing doctors more often and doctors telling me things like, you're too young to suffer of this symptom and that symptom. Uh, you shouldn't be dealing with these issues. And everything was seeming off to the doctors that I visited for the different symptoms that I felt. So after four startups and up till around three and a half to four years ago, my wife and I uh, stumbled on a concept by a very cool guy that we met in Vancouver that was about proactive nutrition. And basically, the concept was, don't wait until you get hungry. Um, plan ahead because the way you fuel yourself will dictate your performance throughout the day. And that concept opened up a wormhole of new concepts for me. So first of all, I realized that no matter how athletic or healthy I thought I was, if I ate a muffin or if I ate a, a, a something that was fried or something that had sugar in it, uh, no matter what, my performance was going to go down. And that if I ate something that was easier and healthier and more natural for me to, to digest, then my performance went up. And that simple concept uh, very quickly went into my life that was fully focused on the material gains and performance uh, metrics that I was trained to, to achieve. And over time, we realized that this concept opened up the holistic nutrition concept, which was looking at all sorts of nutrition as a spectrum that you want to keep in balance within your own body balances, uh, because every different nutrient can contribute to a different balance. And it wasn't only about the macros like protein and fat and fiber and carb. So I uh, started digging further and further, and my wife and I were in love with the concept. The more we felt better, the more we dug in, and our first baby was on the way, and life again came into a whole new balance with the new imbalances. <laughs> mm -hmm. And as we tried to understand how to deal with it all, the idea for Nume came out. 
And uh, we said that, look at how much, how far nutrition has taken us. And not only from the from a point of view of health, but also from a point of view of existence and awareness. Um, once you under, once you get into a deeper understanding of your food, you start realizing that there's not much difference between you and your food. Um, maybe maybe the emotional side is a little more heightened uh, as a human being, but when you look at all organic matter on Earth, we're we're really made from the same building blocks and we are what we eat that saying that we all took for granted is is so physically and real realistically true that once you get your head around it and are able to to apply it within your lifestyle you can start finding whole new like the limits that you thought existed would start disappearing and all of a sudden the horizon is so much further and you you just realize how limitless life really is. So in a, in a nutshell, um, my bad habits and extreme lifestyle is what brought me to nutrition. And when I got into nutrition and digging deeper and outside of the traditional mindsets of nutrition, I learned that there are thousands of years of accumulated knowledge on how nutrition can empower us to become whatever we'd like to choose to be. Wow, that's an incredible journey and I can relate to it so much. Um, I was raised, yeah, thinking I ate pretty healthy because we did have home-cooked meals, but I definitely ate all of the processed snack foods. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I started learning about whole food nutrition when I was in high school, I had to do a project. And so I, I became very interested in it um, and slowly sort of transitioned my diet over the years. But I became very passionate about it when I was in university and I was actually studying to go into finance. And it, while I wasn't building startups or in the workspace, it sort of mimicked that environment. And I, yeah, I remember seeing classmates sort of taking caffeine pills and just eating greasy foods. And I was spending all my time reading these nutrition books and kind of seemed to the, came to the same conclusions as you did about using food as fuel. And so, yeah, I really like what you're saying about that and how we are what we eat. That is a very good point. And it's actually quite fascinating uh, or can you elaborate a bit more on that? I found that point very interesting. Well, that goes into my personal view. I wouldn't call it Numi's view, but mm-hmm. in my personal okay. view, we're all part of a larger woven mesh or fabric of organic and inorganic matter. And on the organic matter side, um, uh, everything is trying to reach an equilibrium and it, my understanding of what holistic nutrition means, it means being all-inclusive of the all-connected system and how you fit within it. And the more you are able to fit and resonate within that, the higher your vibe and power becomes. And I see this in a very relative manner. Like it can be within the context of a relationship or a community, society, or a country and a population as a whole. Um, how do we function together? How do we understand our place within this whole ecosystem together? 
So um, the soil, the animals, the well-being of the soil and the animals is all interconnected to how we feel. Um, pioneers and leaders of our current time are like people like Vandana Shiva, for example. She's someone that I strongly follow and 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 I'm truly inspired by how she left her strong career in astrophysics and nuclear physics and went into just taking care of Mother Nature and, and the Earth again, because that's where our energies need to go. If we can't take care of the base of what helps us become what we become, we really don't have any control over what we become nowadays because of those seeds and soils and everything being contaminated. We can try so hard sometimes to be healthy and, and still find it so hard, which is a common phenomenon and a, th- another strong reason why Nume exists. Yeah, yeah, we're all so connected um, into the earth. And yeah, it's very interesting thinking about soil quality, how important that is. And I feel like a lot of people are relying on supplements these days, because maybe you can't even really trust the quality of food. So I, I'm interested in your perspective on supplements versus whole foods and what exactly functional foods are? How would you define them? That's a great question. Um, where do I even start? So, first of all, in terms of supplements, um, it's unfortunate that it's a necessity that exists today. And like you mentioned, and I'm highlighting, it is a necessity because a lot of the food we eat is depleted. Uh, regenerative agriculture is all of a sudden a major topic that's being discussed across uh, many industries and countries. And um, our food is devoid of nutrition. Nowadays, people talk about food insecurity, but they really should be talking about nutrition insecurity because mac and cheese is not going to do much for the people who don't have uh, food or properly mentioned, noting nutrition. So from the point of view of supplements, uh, I used to be a taker of supplements and they did a very noticeable effect and, and impacted my results positively. But after usage over time, um, there were two feelings that were starting to uh, become more um, prevalent in my life. Uh, one of them is that I started having this, um, I wouldn't call it um, boredom, I'd more call it dissatisfaction. There was a feeling of dissatisfaction of taking all these pills. And secondly, I started seeing some new imbalances start coming out. And I realized that a lot of these pills are not best created in ways that deal with my own personal body. And uh, that's mainly because um, what I've learned about the natural system in our body is that our body has um, it's similar to a computer in which it processes and analyzes information and can create results. From that, when you get any food form into your body, our bodies understand nature. They're made out of nature. And if you give a piece of DNA code that is in its whole form, like a whole apple or a whole orange to the body, the body can properly metabolize and, un- and synthesize the nutrients 
from this full orange or apple. But if you go and extract something that you like out of this apple and put it into your body, all of a sudden the body has this new piece of code that never existed in the form that we're putting it in. And it has to process and understand what is this even that's coming into my digestive system which sometimes causes inflammation, sometimes causes indigestion, and causes all kinds of side effects because the body's not ready nor equipped to understand these new pieces of code, quote-unquote. So I love the idea that supplements exist because it brings people back from the old pyramid system of have your bread, dairy, and meat, and, and a bit of fruits on the side and some veggies on the side. And now takes them to a whole new place of like, okay, I know that my diet's not that great, but I know that my body needs these nutrients and minerals. So that's a step forward for people. Uh, what I believe is is important for most people to to get into and is your next question is what are functional foods? Functional foods, in my opinion, and Numi's opinion, is whole, raw, unprocessed food that comes from the earth. If the food comes from the earth and is unadulterated by human activity and processing, then that is a functional food. Nature, in our collective opinion, there's a league of people that think the same way we do, is uh, all food from nature comes with a purpose and function. And especially the ones that come from your own environment and local area. Nature understands the ailments and symptoms that are happening in, within a certain ecosystem and starts reacting naturally to that. As long as we allow nature to do its job, we can benefit from nature. And as long as we try to listen to both our body and the larger body, the, the nature, the ecosystem and habitat we're in, we're able to, to, to understand how to navigate to, towards ingredients that make sense for our body types and ingredients that don't. Because not all foods are great for everyone. Some foods are more better for others, uh, depending on what symptoms and journeys they've been through themselves. I hope that answers it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's so interesting. I've read so many studies where they say a certain supplement may actually cause harm in the body versus getting that nutrient from food. It just has a different effect. And uh, mm -hmm. Dr. T. Colin Campbell, I studied his work a lot, and he would always say nutrition is a symphony of interactions and we can't just look at one thing in isolation. So, I, yeah. I, yes, that, that's completely true. And I'd love to throw an example that came that comes from my own personal experience. I used to uh, suffer from a lot of IBS um, episodes. And um, life was tough because of it. But um, I started researching on what causes IBS, what can help with IBS. And I landed on licorice root, which is an amazing ingredient with so many benefits. So I immediately started taking licorice root. And amazingly so, the IBS symptoms did subside. But then all of a sudden they flared back again and almost times two. And I didn't understand why. And the more I researched and the more I met with naturopaths and, and TCMs and other practitioners, I realized that licorice root is not perfect for my body type. My body type uh, and, and uh, system is not well equipped to handle licorice root raw. And I had to have the deglycerinized version of it. Uh, another example is also when I used to take uh, ginger 
for my uh, acid reflux. And I then realized that my body type is a hot body type and ginger is a hot ingredient. And that caused too much heat for me, which caused other symptoms. So there was other ingredients that I started going towards for the acid reflux instead of the ginger, uh, which is a, a concept that goes into understanding and listening to your body much more and being more observant of how you exist and how, what you take in on the body, mind, and spirit level. Yeah, I actually did a certification through the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And one of the main core principles they teach, they call it bio-individuality. So everyone has different needs. And it was really cool to explore that. And it seems to be yeah, kind of in alignment with what you're saying. For sure. Um, uh, I think most disciplines, practices, and, and perspectives all point to the same truth. Just looking at it maybe in a slightly different angle doesn't change what it is. And I think we're all just uncovering the truth better and better and um, hopefully um, helping the the effects that the human uh, race has been negatively affecting on our food system for the last hundred or so years. Mm-hmm. Oh, and in terms of the food system... Well, of course, we're talking about how important it is to eat whole foods from nature, to eat healthy foods, but it does seem like it takes a bit of effort to even figure out which food products are healthy. There's a lot of sort of labels to understand and marketing, sometimes tricks out there. Do you have any tips to help consumers navigate food package claims? You're asking really good questions for, for, for consumers because um, when when I was just another consumer walking around the aisles, I had no clue what was going on behind all of this content and why I saw what I saw in, in, in marketing and, and claims. Um, it turns out in the food world, most of the science is directed towards the efficiency of costs and the bottom line as opposed to the well-being of the human. Um, I myself, as an entrepreneur, have gone into multiple industries, and I always knew there was a yin and yang, and there were people who were working on the good, while others, knowingly or unknowingly, were working on what many people consider bad. And little did I know that the food system had a lot of bad in it. And it turns out that the food system is the reason why our medical system is not only under so much pressure, but is also getting skewed to a, a symptom-based treatment system because they're not understanding the underlying causes in most chronic illnesses around the world. And they um, will just say stress or something that's going on in your life is causing this. What we can do is we can give you some drugs and chemicals so that you can just take care of the symptoms. But nobody's paying attention to what foods are actually doing to people. And when you look at claims, there's a lot of people who use the word healthy or vegan or gluten-free to give you the perception that this is good for you. The reality is um, the only way for us to truly understand what's good for us is to equip ourselves with knowledge. We really need to seek out the knowledge on what is good for us. Uh, I, I invite everybody to go on this journey that seems mysterious, that seems... Uh, like it's difficult to navigate. And I will tell you that the information is there. 
the communities are here. We're all ready and willing to conversate, support, and, and, and share our experiences of what has benefited us. I know people who have gone out of cancer, who have been in remission from autoimmune, who have solved their IBS, who have removed so many chronic squares that doctors have put onto them because a lot of doctors have not done more than 30 to 50 hours of nutritional science in their degrees. And the underlying cause of most of our ailments nowadays is food. So I would love to sit and talk about why gluten-free claims are are not doesn't don't always mean that you're not going to get any inflammation in your gut or vegan does not always mean healthy or even when the word healthy is used what does that even mean uh, I would love to go into that but I believe that this information is all out there and m- most people can find it and it's great to get lots of different perspectives and try to find what works best with yourself because without that process of trial and error you're not going to find what works for you. And I cannot speak on behalf of all. Yeah, I I really love that you and your brand empower people to live healthy lives and to be proactive about their health rather than reactive. And I think I saw on your website that you do run some wellness programs. I was interested in hearing more about that. How are you involved in the community and what kind of wellness programs do you run? I'm glad you asked. So the reason why we run wellness programs is because we asked ourselves this question. Why is it so hard for people to embark on that journey of health and stick to it and be disciplined about it? It seems like the main reason why people find health, a healthy lifestyle unattainable is, is because of two things, knowledge and resources. Uh, on the knowledge side, I think nowadays, more than ever, it's get, it's getting easier to solve. And since COVID happened, more people are spending more time researching this and the data shows. And that is such a positive metric of what's going on from COVID. It's letting people stop and think, what's going into my body? How can I take care of myself so that I can be as strong as possible to face whatever comes my way? And that is a great intuitive and natural logic. And that's what most people need to embrace. They need to start from there. And then on the other side, we identified why people can't reach health is resources. There is time and there is money. Those what are the resources that we found are, are the highest barriers to, to achieving that consistency on your health journey. So, and I call it journey because it's definitely not a destination. It's not like you become healthy and then that's it. Uh, it's a balance that you want to just maintain understand further and potentially like take that balance to a place that you of your choosing depending on what you'd like to be on earth and our programs are 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 designed for anybody who is serious about their own health is willing to put all the time they can on it and if they're willing to make that commitment for themselves then we're ma- willing to make the commitment on our side to reduce all barriers for that in terms of cost and time by answering all of their questions and and subsidizing their products so that they can get an intake of good healthy food until they learn how to make it on their own and are able to source it on their own. Um, our hope is, and, and Numi is a, uh, if you look at our logo, it's a seed. 
Uh, our hope is that we can seed the, our, the concepts of holistic nutrition and proactive nutrition in people's lives. And what we are working on right now is teaching everybody how to make our cereals and how to make a lot of different foods that can be stored for a longer time, that can be their companions for wherever they go to stay uh, healthy and balanced. So our wellness programs in a nutshell are for anybody who is very serious about getting their health journey in that in that consistency that they want it to be at. And we're willing to do everything we can from our side. As limited as we are as a small company, we are unlimited in our intentions and willingness. So we work with what we have and we, we take it a step, a conversation and a day at a time. That's amazing. I think it's so important to have that support even like you were saying there's a lot of information out there but it's so great you offer support because sometimes it can even be overwhelming right almost like information overload so that's really cool that yeah you have the support there and then also in terms of products making it really accessible for people Um, also you mentioned time so that's really cool. You're teaching people how to make their own cereal. But for those people who would rather just grab a snack that's already made for them, it's awesome that you have those products ready. And I'm interested in learning more about the products. Actually, how exactly do you choose which ingredients go into each product? And where exactly do you source them from? How do you make sure they're high quality ingredients? Great questions. Um, the process of choosing ingredients for us was more about trial and error than anything else. We had big focus groups and we like summoned the help of naturopaths, nutritionists, dietitians, doctors, TCMs, moms, athletes, and all kinds of people so that we could see what are the, A, symptoms that they mostly deal with, and uh, B, uh, what are the uh, body types and diets that we are trying to cater to, so that we can offer a range of ingredients that make sense to the lifestyle. So our current cereals are designed for the North American uh, general body type and lifestyle. And uh, a lot of our ingredients are like half of them are from North America or the Americas and the other half are from across the globe. Uh, And we try to make use of different groups of nutrients in in micro-dosed manner that can allow people to see what helps them. So if if you notice on any one of our cereals, you'll find more than 22 to 26 ingredients that are all whole, raw, and functional in their own uh, way and dose. And they are all put there on uh, on a broad spectrum level without a focus on a specific category so that people can start getting inspired and saying, the balance blend has actually been helping me calm. And I will look at the ingredients that do help calm with within the balanced blend and maybe experiment with those in my smoothies or pancakes or whatever else I be, may be making. That's how we encourage people to look at our cereals, to look at them as different functional blends that once you start seeing 
positive symptoms or positive metrics that are helping you in your lifestyle, that's when you start exploring the ingredients even further. We call these cereals the introductory uh, products of Nume. They are the uh, most well-rounded products we can think of that have the least amount of allergenic properties and the most amount of general beneficial properties. And each ingredient on its own, honestly, is its, is its own study that you can go into for yourself and for your own body type and realize why this ingredient could be important in your life and at what stages would you like it to be. Because some ingredients are not necessarily needed for the rest of your life. They could be there just for a part of a stage you're in. Just like, for example, adaptogenic ingredients that help you deal with stressors in life. If you are feeling a little stressed or have been in a period of time where stress has been prevalent in your life, then adaptogenic ingredients are definitely worthwhile giving a look and seeing how can these ingredients help you adapt to the impacts of stress. Where we source our ingredients from? Um, we actually work with uh, suppliers that are small and focused on organic and really high quality supply. They are Our suppliers are also our customers. They are the type of people that would eat what we eat as well. Um, unfortunately, not all of our supply is that way. A lot of the produce supply is uh, controlled by larger entities, and uh, that poses a challenge for us. And what we hope for Nume is that once we grow a little bit, we can get more influence into the supply chain, and we'd like to invest into farms. We'd love to invest into localized farms and support from the ground up the value chain, because that's where it all starts. If we're not getting the right seeds, no matter what we do with them, even if we sprout them or whatever we do, they won't be as healthy as we need them to be. That would be so great. Yeah, getting connected with even the farming system. And you mentioned sprouting just now. That was a question I had too. I noticed a lot of your, I think all of the cereal blends have sprouted grains. What is the benefit of sprouting? So sprouting is this awesome and ancient concept that we've just recently forgotten. Seeds are designed by nature to create plants. The nutrition within a seed is there so that the seed can shoot and become a plant that can bear more fruit. And what humans have realized over many centuries is that you need to mimic the process of planting a seed so that you may benefit from the seed. If the seed does not believe it's fulfilling its purpose in life, which is to become a plant, then it has this protection mechanism, which is embodied by phytic acid, which is an anti-nutrient that does not allow our digestive system to make use of the nutrients within the seed. And that's for the seed to protect itself so that hopefully when an animal ingests the seed in nature, it can excrete it again into the soil and it will come out with fertilizer ready to go become a plant. So what we are doing when we sprout, we soak the seed, give it ample uh, water, and then we put it in an incubator where it has the similar environment to how it would be in nature when it wants to become a plant. And we would allow the seeds to shoot and sprout. And as soon as they sprout to a specific uh, degree, we scientifically have already identified what is the degree in which the seed is at its maximum nutritional capacity. 
And what we do is we take that seed and we gently dehydrate it so that it can be remain stable. And this dehydrated seed now, if you want to go and plant it, can be planted. Or if you would like to eat it, you may eat it and benefit from all the nutrition that has been unlocked as opposed to an unsprouted seed. That's really cool. And so does this help support gut health too? And has it helped you with your own gut health? You were mentioning before some challenges you had. I was wondering if you had any more tips about gut health and why we should even care about our gut health. Big point there. Um, Gut health is a very broad term. What will take me towards a healthier gut might not take you towards a healthier gut because it all depends on where our current balance exists. So for example, um, the reason why my gut might not be healthy is because I might not have enough healthy bacteria. The reason why your gut might not be healthy is maybe because you've had too much inflammatory um, ingredients. And the path to a, a balance from there will look different for both of us. So in terms of sprouted seeds, of course, they do support a healthy gut. Um, when you eat healthy fats or when you eat healthy proteins or when you eat seed, uh, anything that is live, uh, you are adding to the microbiome. You are adding to the lining of your gut. You are adding flora that, that supports all of the, the processes that you want your digestive system to go through when food comes in. So to be unspecific to your uh, question, um, all whole and raw, and um, I want to say also there's a segment called activated foods, can benefit the gut in so many ways. Uh, The gut is lined with the most nerve endings in your body, and it has the highest capacity for feeling in your body, and everything you put in, you want to put in of quality, just so that your gut is in that good place. And sprouted seeds would fall in that category of the activated whole foods that can support that balance. So do you sprout all of the food you eat just on a daily basis? (laughs) So um, most of the food we have in our own personal home comes from uh, sprouted legumes, beans, and seeds. Uh, They're our favorite source of nutrition for sure, Uh, alongside the fruits as well, um, fruits and veggies. but it's not always available. And even my own family who has access to a whole sprouting facility uh, doesn't get to always eat sprouted seeds. Uh, That being said, there's always a margin for tolerance. Your body is equipped to handle processed foods. And that's why most people survive processed foods because their bodies are bearing the grunt of of that uh, adaptation. And it's just about how much load do you want to put on your body? It's just like a car or any other physical object you might have. The more strain you put on it, the less it can last you last for you in that a healthy, shiny way you'd like it to. So it's all about how much strain are you willing to put onto your body? Right. That makes sense. I love that classic quote, why just survive when you can thrive? Because you're right, we can... Our bodies can adapt and handle certain things, but it's just about, I guess, taking steps towards more optimal health and, yeah, just like doing what you can, not stressing out about whether every seed is sprouted, I guess. <laughs> but, totally, exactly. You don't, yeah. and, and that can be counterproductive if you start stressing about yeah. having 
Like everything, like it's like, for example, a very bad example, a guy with a Ferrari who, who doesn't want anybody to sit on the seat next to him because he's worried about the car getting a bit messed up. Like you won't be able to enjoy the, what you have if you're going to stress about every single thing that it's going to go through. Your body is made to, to handle a journey that you're going to put it through. You can dictate what kind of journey you want when you have the option to, but when you don't have the option to, as long as you're aware of the kind of consequences you'll be dealing with and how to mitigate them and balance them, you should be more than fine. You know, all of us are, are on, on this earth, on this journey to, to make our mistakes and find ourselves within them. So it's like, it's prudent of us to, to, to experiment and, and actually have things that are not good for us because that's the only way for us to understand what's actually good for us. Pain is the light and beacon for, for knowledge. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, it's all about learning. And I like how this whole during this whole conversation, you really emphasized it being a journey and health isn't really a destination. It's an ongoing journey of experimentation and balancing. Um, and another journey I was interested in chatting about is your journey as an entrepreneur. I was wondering if just in general, you have any advice for people who want to start a business in the health food space, maybe? Don't do it. <laughs> I'm joking. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the best time to go get into health and wellness right now. Uh, health and wellness has made strides. Um, if you are a true um, health and wellness pioneer or believer in, in, in holistic and natural, you might find it a little um, challenging to navigate the ecosystem because there's a lot of noise. And when everybody thinks that one thing is healthy when it isn't, it becomes very difficult for you to either disprove that or show them something better. Because once people have accepted a, a, a fact that makes them feel comfortable, it becomes extremely difficult to, to change that perceived fact. So if they think what they're eating is healthy, then and what you're trying to do is bring them something that is healthier or or an alternative that is healthier um it can be extremely challenging because there's not a lot of bandwidth with people and listening um there's just so much noise out there getting anybody's attention for more than 10 to 15 seconds at a time is 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 a miracle so I would say that if you want to get into the health and wellness industry number one tip is make sure that what you're coming with is something that you are willing to bear the cost of explaining and 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 positioning within the perception of your target audiences because sometimes that journey might be very expensive and time consuming and you might not be ready for it as a business or as a person and that's something you should take into account. Right. So I guess there's a lot of sort of that educational piece that has to go into it and being willing to spend your time just sharing about what exactly the product or services. Yes. It is, it is like a complex industry. <laughs> it is. Like, I'll give you an example. Our cereals are theoretically and technically the healthiest cereals in North America today. But we don't go around and say that to anybody because there's so much more talk to have for us to have before we reach that conclusion and they cannot believe why we say this is the best because there's a lot of people out there that will say this is the best for you and we don't want to just say we're also the best for you we need them to just understand what is best for them first and then they can make their own judgment on what's best for them 
So we spend time talking about sprouting. We spend time talking about holistic. We spend time talking about raw. We spend time talking about no added sugars. And all of this time is diffused across a very broad spectrum of people. So to gain momentum on that large level is extremely resource intensive because there's a lot of content there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then also just a sort of fun question. I was wondering, what's your favorite way to eat your cereal blends? Because I've seen on social media, there's so many different ways, like adding them to smoothie bowls. Um, my friend said she dips them in peanut butter. <laughs> I was just That's becoming a new trend now, dipping it in peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's getting exciting just to see how many ways people are using uh, the Numi cereals. And... I love it because that's the original intent for these cereal snacks. And that's why we call them cereal snacks. They're not just the typical cereal we grew up with where you just pour milk over and you munch away. Um, we used to call it, we used to say snack, spoon, and sprinklet so that people can remember it, that it can go anywhere you want. And basically to think of it as an edible pill, uh, an edible multivitamin pill that you can take wherever you want and have whenever you want with anything you're having. For me, I prefer the raw, uh, just nothing else with it. Uh, it is uh, saliva intensive because <laughs> it's dry, mm -hmm. but I like it because I, I challenge myself every time that I eat one to try to, to try to observe the flavor of every single ingredient in there. It gets, it becomes a fun thing. I used to do that with starbursts and Skittles That used to be my thing when I was a kid. I'd just throw them in my mouth and slowly melt them away to see what flavors come out. And I like doing it with this. It's just uh, an amazing exercise for me, especially as I advance my culinary skills and learn how to balance flavors that I like with uh, functions that I need. And uh, that's my favorite way. But what I'm seeing is the uh, prevalent way that most people are enjoying is throwing it into smoothie bowls. And I love smoothie bowls because it's such a powerhouse of nutrition. It's all, almost always raw and broad. Like you get so much nutrients in one sitting. It's great. But I would love to tell people is that uh, it's more important for you to eat consistently well than to eat really well once in a while. So if smoothie bowls are very difficult or time-consuming for you, uh, there are so many hacks uh, that uh, will help you create faster, uh, yet wholly nutritious bowls or bites or snacks for you to have on the go. And that's Numi's mission. It's, it's to make sure that the on-the-go lifestyle that we're all subjected to these days doesn't encumber our health and wellness journey. That's truly what Numi's presence is all about. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. We definitely have a very on-the-go lifestyle these days. So I love that you're all about supporting people and staying healthy, no matter what their lifestyle is like. And I was wondering, is there anything else at all you wanted to share about your journey, Numi entrepreneurship, or any just final tips? Hmm. Well, I'd love to thank you for bringing me on and asking me all these questions and thank everybody who's been listening so far. I'm kind of long-winded with my answers and whomever bared with me, I, I thank you so much. I'm not easy to listen to sometimes. Um, what I'd love to, to cap with is that it's all about balance and awareness. 
um, no matter what endeavor you you choose to um, you choose, um, just being aware of is this something that is like what your voice, your inner voice is saying, or is it that alter voice, that mind and ego voice that's telling you you should do? So that's the first thing. Be aware of like what are what are you existing as today? Are you existing as the form that you truly believe in from the inside? Or is it this form of existence that you have learned to believe that is for you because of everything you've learned? And I feel that there's a paradox always going to be there. That's what life is about, that paradox between who we are and what life or our environment is telling us to be. And those are two different voices that you need to reconcile with because that is the root and foundation of your balance that you want to achieve in everything else. If you understand your why, everything else can start falling into place and becomes easily observable and attainable. Yeah, I love that. That's so powerful. Yeah, listening to your intuition, letting that sort of inner guide come through. And it's interesting, it it can be applied to something so simple as like what you eat, right? Eating intuitively, but to your whole life, really. Totally. Mindset. Meditate, meditate, meditate. Uh, eating is a form of meditation if you do it right. Dancing, singing, walking, you can live a meditative life if you choose to. And through meditation, you will you will get closer and closer to who you really are. And from there, I think everything just unlocks. Yes, definitely. I'm feeling for sure more inspired to meditate more. Um, Thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time to chat today. I really loved hearing about your journey and learning more about your brand, chatting about nutrition. And I'll be sure to link your website and social media pages too so people can connect with you guys and yeah i just really enjoyed this conversation so thank you once again i'm very grateful for for your existence and just intersecting with us and trying to spread and share we are more than happy to be here in this moment with you and to keep going with whomever wants to join and whomever we can support Thank you so much. Thank you once again. That was my conversation with Sari. I really love how Sari and his brand Numi are doing so much to empower people to truly thrive. I think it's so amazing that Numi uses such high-quality sprouted ingredients in their cereal blends. It's amazing that sprouting can completely up-level the nutritional power of seeds. I'm so glad that Sari shared a lot about this on the episode, and I also found it so fascinating to explore how connected we are to our food and nature. Let me know in the comments what your biggest takeaways from this episode were, And be sure to check out the show notes as well. I've left links to Numi's social media pages and website so you can connect with them and learn more about the brand. I hope you enjoyed the episode and thank you so much for listening.